Ah oh, yeah. Back like we never left. There's something in my mouth right there. If you watch it on YouTube. Something in my mouth. Because I'm being going down south. We back. I'm tired of arguing. Turn me up. Oh, you about to be annoying. <laughs> I Give me a sip. I got already sip. Give me a sip. It ain't even a full minute. Watch out. That's only 20 something exactly. seconds. Exactly. And you already getting on my nerves. Shit. Welcome back, everybody. This is She and I. I am your host, B-Love, and like always, I have my very special host with me, India Marie. Ooh, India Marie and B-Love, the husband and wife duo you didn't know you need, but you got us and we are here to stay. This is the best thing to happen on a Tuesday, well, damn it, since Monday. Give it up for yourself one time. Whoa, 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 oh, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, That's what happened. See, I'm going to be honest with you. I paused a minute ago in the very beginning because I literally forgot what to say. It's been that long. Wait, it has it's, not been that long. You left me that long. <laughs> I feel like you did it on purpose, right? I feel like this was your whole plan. You had a grand scheme to leave me. On my own. How could it end this way? I need to play okay, Pat LaBelle so right see. here. What happened the first week? The first week. We came back from be Chicago. Honest with y'all. We came back from Chicago and we got into um, a really bad argument. Arguing. And I refused to record the podcast. See, all right. Let's talk about that. Um, Go ahead. So that was the first week. Can I say Can I jump in right there? Real fast. Tag me in. So a lot of men say, listen, when I argue with my wife, she no wife. I said wife, like uh, Mike Tyson. When I argue with my wife, she knows just how to get me back by withholding sex. Now, that's 100% not the case with us. When we argue, she knows where it's going to hurt me the most. Oh, boy. She's going to hit me where it hurts. And she holds like, if we argue, I'm not going to record the podcast. She holds that's that not, over no, my it's head. Never it's that. Like, it's it never, is never I, that. What I'm never going to do is come out here and act like we buddy-buddy for the sake of the podcast. I I'm not going to do it. it all. I'm not going to come out here and hash out my relationship <laughs> for the sake of entertaining y'all. I'm not going to do it. I am. I'm so, ready. But you're not because you can't do it without me. I mean, you can, but... I definitely can. But I even presented that option to you. And you didn't want to. No, I do. We'll talk about that so, later on in the episode. That week... That's what happened. The second week, I still would, I still refused to record. Um, but I gave him a solution. She didn't give me a solution. I did. I pitched the idea of you recording with the guys. So that's how the guys episode <laughs> came across. She she did hold firm. I, she didn't refuse. I didn't feel like asking it, man. If y'all know women, women out there, you guys are so stubborn that it's like, hey, even if we apologize. And that was one of the questions that I asked the homies from the last episode we did. Even we apologize to our significant other. Like, how long does it take for you guys to get over it or not even get over it, but move on and continue on with life? You know what I mean? Like, nobody should harbor any hard feelings or hold a grudge with 
somebody you're married to. Depends on what was did and what was said. Hey, that's one hundred percent true. So now some things you can't control. It's like you make somebody mad and you try to like rush forgiveness, and you can't do that. You can't. You can't make somebody want to talk to you, be in your presence, or anything like that. Indeed. When you're the offender. <laughs> like. <laughs> it's not a rush per se. However, like I kept saying, I'll tell y'all, transparent moments as we did talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I'm not going to talk about the whole ordeal, but I did say, all right, listen, either we're going to be cool or not. It's like, I hate walking around the house after we've had an argument and we're walking on eggshells. Now, anybody out there, if y'all can tell me how you guys resolve conflict and then walk around the house peaceful, I can do it. If we have an argument right now, as soon as we get off the podcast and for whatever reason, I apologize, shit won't be straight probably until another, depending on how big the argument is, Probably until another like four to five days. It could last up to a week. Now, I've seen it sometimes last about two weeks. And that's because she, even though she says, okay, can't let things live and let live. Quesarasara. She can't do it. No. With anybody. That's just in my personality. Like, but you can't that- make me... And even like when you apologize, I never said I forgive you. I never said that. <laughs> and that's an issue. And that's not an issue. You can't make somebody say I forgive you if they don't forgive you in that moment. Like you oh, have to sure, let things sure. run its course. And when when the person is ready for forgiveness, that's when it happens. But for you, you just kind of like, well, I'm ready for us to go back to normal life. And I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to talk to you. So that's <laughs> why I was like. You're not going to rush me in my decisions. I mean, at this point. (laughs) The crazy part about it is that we live together. And that's my biggest thing. We live together and we, man, listen, the air gets thick. We all know. But let me tell you. When you argue with somebody, the tension in the air is so thick, you can cut it with a but cut the, it with a knife. What's what's hard is that Blake knows when oh, man, we I are didn't know. at odds. That and was the so most hilarious thing ever. The first week that yeah. I'm just like she, she I had like tapped out of beard. Like didn't want she nothing done. to do with him. I was just like, no. And I didn't even do nothing that crazy, and, though. That's a kicker. To me, to me. To me, I could like you know, people do worse, but I don't think I did anything just egregious. Go ahead. So, every day that week, Blake came up to us and he asked Beard to hug me every day. <laughs> every day, he's never done this in his life. <laughs> and ha- he ain't, he hasn't done it since, and he hasn't done it. He don't even <laughs> give a damn about a hug no more. But every day that week, he was like, Daddy. Go give mommy a hug. I'm like, like when, all he, right, when he, when, well, when Bear was getting ready to leave the house, or if he was going to the gym or going to work, Blake was like, "Go give mommy a hug." And I used, I would just sit there, like I would she ignore the both of them because I was just like, she "Bro, what?" Hug me back. No, I went. Mean, I was just standing there like this. Eventually, I figured out what to do, though. Fellas out there, if you're listening to me right now, if you're mad at your girl, your girl's mad at you. You go give her a hug. When you give her a hug, you got a lick on the back of her neck. 
works every time. And I hate no, stop. I don't see. No. See, she she liked it. She no, gave it up for I me never one time. liked it. The I secret never sauce. liked it. The lick on the back of the neck. If your woman is mad. And she's trying to be like, mm, I'm too tough. I don't want to forgive you at this very moment. But then when your son says, mommy hug daddy, and then you go give her a hug and then you just kind of touch your tongue on the back of the neck. Oh, it's going to make that goddamn nipple wiggle. I'm telling you. It literally did. He's going lying to, get to y'all. Excited. Literally every time he did Listen. that, he, this is what I did. Every time he did that, she I don't even lying. know why he's lying to y'all right now. She's not lying. However... <laughs> Listen to me, fellas. It made her laugh a little bit. So it, it, all it takes is a little giggle. And if you get a little giggle from a girl when y'all are arguing, the next step is to kick the door in. But you got to know what to do. When you get the little giggle and a little wiggle, pow! After that, you kick the door in. You got to go, you know, be nice. Like I told y'all, the five to one ratio. Mind you, the five to one ratio was definitely in play when we argued um, three three weeks ago. We had just got back from Chicago, had an amazing time. We kicked it with each other. We had a blast, even though she didn't give me no birthday, but it was cool. We still had a good time in Chicago, right? <laughs> got back from Chicago. We're literally 30 minutes away from home and something happened. And everything we did that entire week went out of the window and this is where i go back to a previous episode and i say the five to one ratio is one thousand percent true because no matter what i did up until that point you didn't give a damn it was the one thing i did to make you mad cancel out everything else and i get it i feel you all right get through where else have you been <laughs> You've been everywhere. So yeah, no, like I said, that was I, I didn't record the first week because I didn't want to. I didn't re- want to record the second week either. So he recorded <laughs> with the guys. Fellas, then- <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold up. If you haven't checked out the Think Like a Man episode, I suggest going going back to listen to that. Um, even before you listen to this one, if you haven't listened to that one, go back and listen to that one. Listen to that one first. Then come back and listen to this one. That was a hell of an episode. Um, we will be doing it again. That will become a regular thing coming soon. All right. Go ahead. So get excited. Get excited. Let's just say this. So um, prior to last week, because we didn't release an episode last week. Prior to last week, I would say that I was having a hard, like I was just having a hard time anyway. Yeah. Um, talk, talk so talk. I guess in the past week people hit me up and be like are you okay and if I respond I literally say no I'm not okay <laughs> and so I had already been feeling just overwhelmed like extremely overwhelmed with just everything so you know the first so I'm having issues in my marriage that's a struggle <laughs> no no back up there was that there was you make it seem I'm like you was about all, the, the, okay. I'm talking about those two weeks. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Even before then though, I, I was feeling overwhelmed. Just, you know, with me planning the event, yeah. me doing the bulk of the work by myself. Shout out to Shauna, because she has Sha- helped Sha- me. She has helped me out so much over the past two weeks. And last week she literally stepped in. I was like, Shauna, I can't, I can't, like, I can't. And she took over. <laughs> What's up, man? You got to have good people so, around you, man. Strong team. That, um, the first week that I missed the podcast, or no, sorry, the second week that I missed the podcast, I actually started Pilates teacher training. 
Oh, well, well, give it up for you. So, I didn't, I ain't said nothing oh, about man, that. What's up? Big school girl? Come on. Talk about it. But, I the guess girl in I, school. Didn't, I didn't realize um, how <laughs> demanding it would be. So, you know, I'm knee deep into planning the event. The event's on October 2nd, so it's right around the corner. Then I started Pilates teacher training on August 28th. And... I'm in class on the weekends on Saturday and Sunday from 12 to 6. Most weekends. <laughs> I'm listening to fun. Most weekends. So I had just started that. Um, I, so I was in class that Saturday and that Sunday. And then that Saturday that I was in class is when I started talking to my mom. And mm. she started calling me, saying that my grandmother was really sick. And she was like, I don't think she's going to make it. Like, I think she's about to transition soon. And she's saying it, but it's just not. I'm not He's thinking she's like about this. to transition in that week. Yeah. So, I'm trying to see, am I going to get through this without crying? So, you can do it. That was Saturday. So, Monday, no. <laughs> so, I talked to my mom Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Okay. Every day, she was like, I don't know, India. I don't know, India. Then Wednesday, I talked to her, and she said that my grandmother had woken up, and she said that she was ready to go home. And my aunt was like, well- Shit, you at home. You at home. And what you going like, to do? You going to sleep in another said, room? No, I'm ready to go home. To the upper room. And she passed that day. And- We were out having a good time. You missed something. We were having a ball. That's not what I'm talking about okay. here, though. I'm trying to build it up. Go ahead. Um, so having to deal with that was just really hard for me. So she passed away from ovarian cancer. And I just, my heart just breaks for anybody that has to die from cancer. My heart breaks for anybody, for anybody who, you know, who dies. But yeah, the struggle, the pain that she felt. You know, in those last days, was just it. It has been hard for me to think about, mm-hmm. um, and to just really grasp what happened. So that happened on Wednesday. So that's why there wasn't an episode last week. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I went down to Memphis. So she lived in Mississippi, but I went down to Memphis on the that greatest Friday. State on Earth. And I was helping my mom with some stuff, and everything just happened so fast. <laughs> she passed that Wednesday, Sunday. Man, I never seen a black family bury a loved one like a white family before. This is the first time. This was an anomaly to me. Yeah, so, yeah, she passed on Wednesday. Passed on Wednesday. Sunday, we had a visitation. And then on Monday, we had the we had a graveside, graveside service. Graveside so, burial. And that's another thing. Having to bury loved ones in a pandemic sucks. You know, having to wear Got your mask, mask the whole on. time. Mississippi is ninety thousand degrees outside. Seeing family, you can't, that can't touch don't you. feel comfortable hugging yeah. you. Um, so that sucks. So we didn't do like a traditional funeral in a church. We just did like a thirty minute graveside service. So it's like it just happened, but the news is still fresh. You know, so. Everybody's grieving as it's happening, and then 
you know, we laid her to rest on Monday, and I was just like, mm. that's it. That was it. Mm. <laughs> so, between <laughs> our argument, you've been drowning in emotions. <laughs> um, yeah. Pilates, my event, my yeah. grandmother. It's, it's been, been a, a tough lot. time. <laughs> right on. You have been having one whirlwind. Like you started something new. You now, because listen, I saw India. I met India her freshman year in college. I saw her do homework. Never. So I was like, <laughs> you about to go back. When she told me she was going back to school for everybody, I'm like, sheesh. Well, it's Pilates. So in my mind, I'm thinking like, man, she she's pretty fit. She can work out. I, back in the day when we were working out with Big Phil, we were hitting it pretty damn hard. So I'm like, Pilates, a class, it's about to be a breeze. She's about to go in there and kick its butt. However, Pilates, you still got to know some book stuff. You got to know the anatomy. Man, my girl came home the first day frustrated. Uh, I knew I didn't want to take class and go to school. I got to learn anatomy all over again. Well, I took anatomy and physiology in college, but right. I didn't retain anything. Right. And that was so long ago. I haven't been in college since 2014. And so the first weekend of Pilates class was literally all anatomy and physiology. Where you, where you just came I'm from tonight? Class. Yeah, I had class tonight. <laughs> That's why I'm dressed like this. That's um, why I didn't want to you know, leave her hanging, so but I, like I said, I'm in class on Saturday and Sunday from All 12 day. to 6. So the first, that first weekend was just wordy. Like it was just, it was <laughs> so much. That's the it word was you're so using? Much. And they were moving so fast. So like the whole first day we were talking about the bones. The whole second day we were talking about the muscles. And then they're quizzing us on it. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is a lot. Mm. So my plan was to study that entire week. Like, you know, I, by, by the time we go back to class in two weeks, I'm going to have it, whatever. And then my grandmother passed that Wednesday. So not only I'm, I've been kind of hard on myself because I feel behind now. Yeah. So dealing with that too. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just piling on, piling on. So you know what? I forgot to do something. I got a question. Let me do it real fast. During the week, we got D. Let's talk on the podcast. That's what I... What's been booming? Oh, okay. You didn't do that yet? Anyway, I'm looking at India's phone, and we got to talk about that after this. I'm talking about what? The text message I just saw. You didn't see a text message? I promise I just saw a text message. Anyway, now... That was was an important text message because I needed a bar for the event on Friday. Uh, <laughs> I mean, a bartender, sorry. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but, man, nobody, no man ever wants to see their anybody they love grieving, going through pain, it's setting the third, and, it, and it's tough, right? Because normally, toxic, maxil- what, what did I say? Masculinity jumps in, and you're trying to figure out what to do, and you really just don't have the grace or... Like, you might not have the Midas touch to figure out what to do. So, I'm like, damn, like, I see India grieving. I know, like, um, I can ask her all day, are you okay? Do you want a hug? Like, what can I do to help? And just by me being there, you know, that may be enough for her. But as men, we try to fix stuff, right? So, I'm thinking, like, damn, 
How can I fix this, right? How can I do X, Y, Z? What can I do? So look, check it out. I like, man, she's going through so much, starting all this new stuff. How about I go get her a massage? Boom. I go to her favorite massage Where place. Where is my massage? I go to her favorite like, massage place. Like, why hasn't it happened up. yet? Because oh, you know why I didn't have it. I love this. See? See? Man, See? we talked about that a week ago. Everything we've been back we do is brand new. All right, I'm going to get to this in a second, right? Like, boy, I'm going to get her a massage. You know what I'm saying? Get her nails done. Go get her a little petty. Wow. A little manny. Yeah, them shits. Boy, hey. get her a little petty. <laughs> little manny. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking, you know, trying to figure out. Get her a bra. And she said she want a bra with no wire because the underwire hurts the bottom of her tits. And I'm like, okay, let me go out there. Oh, I didn't even add that I little tidbit. Say, I, that was your personal space to say. <laughs> So on top of all of that, I had to get a biopsy done of my breast. Sheesh. And I have a papilloma. It's benign, but they are recommending that I get it removed because it could potentially turn in, like it could potentially turn cancerous or the cells could become atypical or, you know, it could become a situation where I need to get it removed. Mm. And so I've been battling with that um, as well. But I have to go to the doctor to discuss like all of my options at this point, which the option is literally either to monitor it for two years, like very often it's like me getting mammograms every three months. Hell no. Or nah. you told me they pancake your breasts. They do. The, the mammogram machine literally like sticks your boob in it and switches it like this. Um, or to get it removed. If I get it removed um, and we have a second baby, I I won't be able to breastfeed. And so it can was I, can just I, can I like. Can I talk about that? Go no. Ahead. Okay. So I just been feeling like I have been been getting punched left and right. Like I feel like I'm like I can't come up for for air at this point. Um, but I'm just trying to push through the next two weeks because I have my follow up appointment for this breast, and then you know so I should have like some sort of closure as far as what I'm do with that, and then the event is on October second, and then after that I'm not taking vendors, anything else. Vendors, Don't invite vendors. me anywhere. I like. <laughs> There has been so many off. like events and things that have been happening and people have been sending them to me. I'm not doing nothing. Like I'm not going to anything. I don't want to do. I need time because this has been like a very challenging like. Obviously, you've been going through it, man. I, I feel so bad, too, because I'd be like, you get down. And this is no knock against you. But when stuff hits you, you get down. And I see it. Not like in your face, but you know, like you don't look bad. But I can tell you are emotionally drained. That's why I didn't even push the pod. I'm like, man, let's do it. Let's do it. I didn't push it because I know you needed your time. And I respect that. You know, you got to respect people. You got to respect people's time. Um, so I feel you. And usually I'd be like, come on, let's go. We're going to every event. But if you need some time, queen, you better take some time. You can go by yourself. I'm, I'm you know fine. I'm outside still. Come on now. I know you want time away from me too. Don't act like that. <laughs> You're literally not outside. You're the most inside, outside person I know. What you mean? Like you're literally, like, you don't go anywhere. You know why I don't go anywhere? Because I try to respect you, okay? Good. I try to be respectful to the household. I be wanting to be out. I wanted to be out like three times last week. I said, I'm going to chill. For Labor Day? You want to hit some Labor Day parties? Nah, I'm talking about like, during, I was going to meet up with the homies last week. 
Anyway, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> talked about all these. So I'm thinking to myself, like, man, I got to get into something, right? Got to take a mind off all this stuff. I'm like, damn, should we go on a trip? Like, what should we do? Like, I got to figure out something just to get her back, you know, like to get her, get her vibing again, right? So I told her that I went to book the massage and you got to call and make it yourself because of COVID-19 and the Delta variant. I told her that already. So I said, when you get back, you go ahead and make the call. Then I call um, Soma to get a bra. And I'm like, shit. You called who, Barry? Soma. No, you didn't. I put that on everything. 32C. I bought you a cup before. C-U-U-P. Cup bras. And I'm going to buy a cup bra. I'm still going to buy one. I'm like, damn. I don't know which bra has the wire and which, which bra doesn't have the wire. However... I do know that they make a t-shirt bra, but I've never heard her say anything about a t-shirt bra. So I'm stumped. So I'm like, damn, do I get her flowers? Like, damn, see it in camp all the flowers. So I say, damn, I just got to be the shoulder to lean on for right now until she can make her appointment to get her hair, nails, and whatever else she needs to get done. But I told her to get all this stuff done. And she's looking at me right now. Because you're lying. But she know I'm not. You literally, at, you mentioned the massage. I don't know what you're talking about with a pedicure and a, um, I don't I know, know I'm a not lying because I talked to my girl Lola about it. Well, maybe we that's what you talked to no, about it. You never no, talked no. to me about it. Anyway, I was thinking about all this stuff. And I said, damn, man. I want to do all this stuff for my woman. But. Let's play devil's advocate right now. Can I do that? Cool. I'm doing it anyway. Now, what do men get when they go through things like this? I don't expect, and this, this, this question also comes from another young lady who I'm very, very close friends with. And she also told me that somebody sent her some edible arrangements. And the guy that sent it to her, she wanted to send him something, you know, just a thoughtful gift to let him know that she's thinking about him. But she didn't know what to send him. So I'm like, damn, what do guys get? So I want to ask you, without me, like, don't think about me. Take me out of the context. What do guys get when they go through things like this? So when they I go through, think, when they're having a hard time. The thing is, guys are so like, oh, no, I don't like this. I'm not doing this. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? I feel like when you're grieving... A lot of times you just want to relax. You don't want okay. to have to worry about nothing. You don't want to have to think about anything. So I would think that a guy would want a massage, but a lot of guys have never gotten one. Okay. And they don't. And if they, they've gotten gotten one before, they don't particularly care for them. Maybe it was the masseuse, but I feel like massages are a great way to relax. Guys could go get a pedicure. Mm. Pedicures are great. Like, I don't care how masculine or macho yeah, you think you are. At the yeah, end of sure. the day, pedicures feel great. I don't like nobody rubbing on my legs, though. I keep saying that. Ain't nobody rubbing on my legs. Um, But I, I guess I would more so just say food okay, for guys. All right, you know what I'm saying? So, like, favorite foods. Um, You, if I were to go and bake you a Rice Krispie treat, Come a pan on, of Rice Krispie Treats, it would make your day. God, it's from heaven above. Um, But what if you don't know the person? 
Let's say you and the person are really just getting to know one another and then all of a sudden their best friend or one of their close friends pass away and you want to send them a gift, right? What would you do at that time? What if, like, check it out. What if I send you a Chick-fil-A gift card and then I find out that you are a vegan, like you? Or what well, if, you I would what think that if you... I would think that if you don't know that type of stuff about the person, maybe you're not that close. So they probably wouldn't be expecting to get from you anyway. So in that case, you know, if it was somebody that I just really wanted to do something nice for, and we don't have that close rela- a yeah. relationship. And I've done this to girls too. Like sometimes I'll cash up a friend like $15 to be like coffee on me today. Oh, okay. Look, cash. See, but cash like app just don't friends. do it. Girls like that cash out. But see, I don't think guys, man. Lunch on me today. Here's thirty dollars. All right, I'll take that. A lunch on me today. I'll take that. But that, we know what I'm gonna do. If you're a true player like me, lunch on me today. You know what? Thank you for you know lunch on you. But I want to take you out on this lunch date. You know what I mean? We're talking about grievances. We're not talking about that. So if you're grieving, you're not thinking about that. It's I'm always like, thinking about. <laughs> I'm going to accept this gift and move on. We're strictly talking about how do you do something nice for a guy. We ain't talking about dating and all that kind of stuff. Need all that. Though. And if a girl. Cash apps you $30 and says, lunch on me. Take the money. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to like cash like, app it back. Don't be like, no, I'm going to use this money to take me. Like, no, it means nothing. I ain't going to cash like, app it back too. Just take it and go buy lunch. <laughs> I think it can be a little more thoughtful than that though. But I do like, the, I like where you're and going. And that makes my day. My daddy does that to me. Like, my daddy will... Tell him he'll send me he'll he'll send me he'll randomly send me twenty dollars. He'll be like, "Go get you a nice lunch today," and I'll be like, "All right, thank you, Daddy." And I'll go buy me a nice lunch. <laughs> Tell him to send me some too. And like I said, friends do it. Like uh, I remember when I was um, doing the event last year. Yeah, who bought you that? I had like three people send me Starbucks gift cards, and that now, granted, I don't drink coffee. I do not drink coffee. See, I know where I'm going with this. I can still use it because what I did get was a banana bread and some hot tea. I'm be honest with y'all real fast. One day I was cleaning out India's car and I came across a Starbucks gift card. I went straight to the app, scanned it, loaded it up to my app, and um, I began to use it. Thank you. I've been looking for that. That car had like $50 on it. I had 15 Maybe you spent some, but I sure got me about three cups. <laughs> Phone got me a good cold brew. I'm telling you, man. It probably was one that I had already used. Yeah, um, it was because it was like just sitting there. It was in the middle console. Don't mind it. Scanned it, uploaded it, took off. You didn't even know it was missing until right now. I knew it was missing. I just couldn't find it. Every time I go to Target, I took good care of it. Every time I go to Target, I'm looking for the card. Target Starbucks is not better than a standalone Starbucks. But the banana bread tastes the same at every location. Man, you see, you're playing with you. But you got to get coffee. Are you playing yourself? I don't drink coffee. It's not my thing. But I think it's more about the nice gesture. Like, hey, I understand that you're going through something right now. I just want to do a little something to put a smile on your face. So... Shout out to Cameron and Sydney. They sent me flowers. Shout out to Amber. She pulled up on me with cookies. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Amber and Ophelia. They sent me an E-Rose gift card so mm-hmm. I could go get me some acai bowls. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but those are like good friends of mine. So they know what I right. like. And then they know me too. So if they don't know what she likes. They can just call Big Daddy B Love. 
Gonna tell them what they get. I'm just saying, they know who to call. What call? That's all. I feel be like guys should be more receptive to receiving, just because. Well, not just, be, not just because. Yes. Um. What do you call grieving gifts or like whatever? I mean, whatever just, yeah. You know, just. I was. Just, I mean, I was just thinking out loud. Like girls get flowers. Girls get candy. What do guys get? It could be that people don't give guys as much stuff when they're grieving. Um, but guys also hide their emotions. Um, I feel like more than women do. And I'm so I'm just talking about you and I. Okay. So when your father died last year, I remember you crying, but I feel like you were trying to do your best to get back to normal. Like it, you, I feel like it was never like I'm gonna sit in this grief. It was like, you know, obviously you cried when it happened. The week when you went down to Mississippi, that was really hard for you. Um, and then after that, I feel like it was just certain instances that would like trigger um, a response. Like when we would go back home and you would have to leave your mom, you know, oh, that yeah, would yeah, that yeah, would yeah. trigger like you know a certain type of response. But with me. I have not been able to go a day without yeah, crying, crying for like every two weeks. Day. Every day. <laughs> so. <laughs> every day. So, hold on, but that's not saying I hide my emotions. That's saying I deal with my pain and grief a little bit different than you are. Just like your dad. You sound like your dad right now. <laughs> no. That he is like, hey, no. India, we went to Memphis for an unfortunate circumstance. When was this? Three years ago, four years Two anyway. Years ago. The homie Ken passed away, man. Rest in peace, man. But Indy's dad looked at Josh, Ken's brother, and said, Hey, man, you can cry. It's all right to cry, man. <laughs> I'm like, damn, his brother, his what? brother right there just gonna tell him to cry. You can you can cry. Cry right now. I want you to cry. If you don't stop poking my shoulder. That's what your daddy was doing. Shout out to my guy, Mr. Blake, man. Um yeah, the the emotional intelligence is you know a little yeah a little off there. But but, but 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 going back to what you just said, I don't think guys hide their emotions. I do think that sometimes um, it's just tough for guys to cry because of the way we we may have been brought up, or it's just tough for guys to just outwardly just blurt out and just you know just have an emotional breakdown because of the way. We may be brought. We may have been brought up more, like I said earlier, toxic masculinity. So all this stuff plays, and I think it does play a role. Um, and you don't necessarily want to just show emotions. I don't give a damn if I gotta cry. When I cry, you cry. We cry together. That's what Ja Rule said. Anyway, you don't cry very often, Barry. No, nah, I, I, of course not. Not I've right seen, now. I've seen you. I've, <laughs> I've I've seen you cry because I pissed you off like twice. Yeah. And I then, did. I did what y'all would fight me. I cried. She made me mad one day. <laughs> I, had to, I had a rage cry. I wasn't like a... It was a rage. I had to leave. Enraged. Go ahead. One was a rage. One was a cry. One was a rage. One was a cry. What, what did it's I cry like about? A... Can I want you to leave me? <laughs> anyway. It was like performance tears. No, there wasn't no performance tears. Y'all Performance tears. You know, you tell your girl crazy. Back in the day, let me tell you, men used to be silly back in the day. When your girl got ready to leave you, I'm going to kill myself. All that dumb shit. I've never had a guy say that to me. For real? 
No. You never had a man tell you, no. you leave me. You got to be kidding right now. She be acting so naive like no. it ain't never happened before. No. Listen, I'm not promoting suicide. If you know somebody that's on suicide, watch Suicidal, call the hotline and God bless you some therapy. But God I used to do that crazy shit, man. Back in the day, back in the early 2000s. You used to do that? I have done it before. I used to be on the phone with a girl. You are exhausting. <laughs> if you leave me, I'm, you got to never worry about hearing from me again. Then I saw 13 reasons why and I said, man, let me cut this shit out. This shit ain't me cool. So you ain't never had a guy to ever tell no. you. All right, anyway. But what I'm saying is guys get the short end of the stick when it comes to just because gifts. And we got to figure out what's the go-to gift for guys. It's not flowers. It's not pedicures. It's not a massage. I don't um, feel like what's guys the get go-to the short gift end for of, guys? Let's figure it out. I don't think they out. get the short end of the stick. I feel like they give themselves the short end of the stick. Because I, you're more inclined to do, not do something nice for somebody. You're more inclined to do she something if someone is grieving. Take the Maybe if out. they're showing, we're, but we're talking about grief right now. Okay. Maybe if they're showing outward signs of grief. Men are not, I guess, more prone to doing that. Right, right. Then, like with me, if I'm sad, you can visibly tell that I'm sad. Like I carry it with me. I can't hide it. It's like it, it's in my voice. It's in my body language. But with with you, I can't necessarily tell when you're sad. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm the same me, regardless. I'm me. I'm 100 percent me. Um, but yeah, like even recently, man, I I, I want a bath bomb. Like damn, get you a basket with a bath bomb in it. Like that'd be a dope. Just because gift. Men, we just don't have the luxury, and maybe I'm naive and I don't know, but and I don't they, think they, we I'm have sure the luxury. They make bath bombs for men, but let men tell it. A lot of them don't like taking baths, I so it's like, like what no are you bath. supposed to do? I don't like taking no bath, but you know, let's figure it out. And anybody out there who's listening right now, shoot me a DM. Let us know what's the go-to gift, or the grieving gift, or the just because gift. For a man, because I don't know. It ain't flowers. It ain't edible arrangements. It's not a pedicure. It's not a manicure. I think it's Let food. Let us know. Could I be think food. it's food. Let me tell you, when the homeboy Malcolm and the homegirl Kelly sent me that um, Chick-fil-A gift card. Oh! <laughs> Made my when day. When my dad passed yeah. away. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's food. I feel like for they me, They hit me with food. that Chick-fil-A gift card. I promise I ate out that shit for about three weeks. I was... Killing it, so God bless them. And I'm gonna send them a baby gift just for doing that. Just thought about them. I'm sending y'all something on your registry. It's coming. It's coming. Anyway, I'm not gonna hold y'all too long because, like I said, man, you know, I just want to thank Indy for being here with us this evening and coming on the show. Need two of but I got a hell of a relationship, so let me get to it. Now unqualified advice from B-Love and B-Love's relationship. I got the keys, the keys, the keys. This week, this relationship is for everybody out there right now. And I have to read it because I wrote it down. Building a healthy relationship takes a lot of work. All intimate partnerships, for example, require traits like trust, respect, 
Empathy and the biggest thing, probably something that we had to show every Tuesday, teamwork. But at the root of all these things is something much more important. So you thought trusting all that was cool, but watch this right here. For any intimate relationship to survive and grow, there must be a shared sense of, do you know, emotional safety. I'm going to say it again. For any intimate relationship to survive, there must be a shared sense of emotional safety. That is, one partner must feel confident enough to show their real selves to the other because they know their vulnerability won't be received with judgment or criticism. It means your partner is comfortable with showing you their inner world and that they trust you will always be there for them. Even when there's a shit ton of mess going on in their life, no intimate relationship can survive without what? I'm going to say it again. Emotional safety. So I thought about that from you. Give it up one time for me. I kept going back and forth, back and forth. Like, what can I give you? What do you need? What? Is it a massage? Is it flowers? Or is it just emotional safety and that's what i came up with maybe you are safe in the household with a few jokes maybe you're safe in the household with blake because blake is around and we may make you happy maybe we can take some load off by you or maybe you know what just by letting you talk to me and unloading on me that's cool because you feel comfortable and safe and maybe that's all you need i hope i make you feel emotionally safe <laughs> i won't buy it I knew I was coming back hot. I didn't know I was coming back this hot, though. How you feel about that? Emotional, Emotional safety, safety is great, but... Uh-oh. Here we go. I, I guess I don't do it. I'm still going to get the massage. <laughs> See, emotional safety is free. A massage costs money. See what I'm yeah, saying? That's... Boy, these new age women... Boy, Alex one line. Alex said it last week, man. These new age women, <laughs> they want that paper. That's it what has you nothing need. to do with paper. Ooh. It has everything to do with the fact that when you are grieving or dealing with anything emotionally, you store yeah. it in your body and it manifests as pain. So with me having like back aches, shoulder aches, leg cramps, I just need a massage to release some of the tension that my body is holding right now. So whether you buy it or not. I'm going to get a massage. So it's coming out of it's, it's, it's money. In it's coming. the next <laughs> week or so. Either you can get it with your money or I'm going to buy it with the money. It don't matter. It's getting bought regardless with, yeah. with, with the money that's in the account. Yeah. So understand. That's what I'm saying. So you just go do what you need to do, queen. But anyway, <laughs> if you are out there right now, please oh. provide your loved one some emotional safety, man. It's somebody, it's somebody right now. Y'all go together. Y'all married damn near, and they keeping secrets from you because they don't know how you're going to react if they tell you, man. It's a damn shame. If you got an ingrown toenail, tell your woman, man, don't be ashamed. I got one. I told Andy the other day, my, my toes hurt. I think I got an ingrown toenail. Or if I'm, I may be scared, I may have a deep fear of something deep down inside of me. I need to be able to talk to Andy about that. If you don't feel like you can go and tell your partner <laughs> this type of shit, y'all don't need to be together, here? man. Emotional safety, man. Go ahead. What Emotional you safety, yes, that's great. I was just going to go back and say one thing. 
Um, I'm looking for a new spa, but I need. <laughs> I'm looking for like. Um, she bought this massage bad. I'm looking for like luxury because. Boy, when you so, ain't paying for it, the L word come out loose luxury. So lavish. My last spot, I loved it. I used to go to Adagio and the the masseuses of whatever the massage therapists the there masseuses. are great. Um, but part of the reason why I used to go there is because I used to go in, get in my robe. They used to offer me champagne, <laughs> wine, or infused water. Maybe a little cake. I would go. Angel food cakes too. I'm not there yet. I would go get my massage, and at the end, I would sit in the relaxation room, and they would serve me water and dessert, which was usually a chocolate brownie with berries on top. And since we're in COVID, they have taken that part of the experience away from it, and I no longer want to go there. So I need (laughs) a new spa that makes me feel like luxury. She want a spot that's going to offer her COVID-19 on the platter. COVID's in there. No. Somewhere. I don't want COVID-19 on a platter. However, they could still serve that with keeping people six feet apart. But, there you go. Um, they have taken that part of the experience away. And I'm not here for it. So, she needs a new I spot. need a new spot. <laughs> I want to tell, not this episode, but next episode. Because we got some new listeners out there. And, um... And I don't know what episode we talked about this story on, but I'll tell y'all one time I was scared to have sex with India in the spa. We'll talk. <laughs> you were. He was so chicken, y'all. Chicken. Don't talk about it now. Chicken. We're going to talk about it. The time I was scared to have sex with India in the spa. She was ready to bust that thing open. This was BB before Blake India. Back when India Black, back before Blake, that thing was ready. Ooh. Snap your finger. She was ready to go on the dime. Now she got like mommy mode. Got to kind of warm it up like a 1981 automobile. Barry, if you don't shut up. My bad. But anyway, back in that day, BB, before Blake, had this spa rocking. And don't come a knocking. It wasn't rocking. Right. A little bit. A little bit. We didn't talk about this. Chill, chill. Let's talk on the podcast next week. Are you ready? But somebody yeah. that like to talk about sex so much, he has been chickening several <laughs> Instances. No, like you have even been either. I told you I was, we were driving that time. I said, come on. That's girl. different. That's a like that's a safety hazard. Okay, safety whatever. Hazard. We'll talk oh, about yeah. that we'll next week. Whatever. Yeah. Who chicken? I ain't chicken. I didn't know where the ladies were. We'll talk about it next week. I, why you ain't ready? Mind your business. Here we go. Let her upgrade you. What would India do? Hope. Come on. W-W-I-D. What would India do? Kick it! I've been faking climaxes because I'm afraid to knock up my wife again. Nice. Okay. After the third daughter who just came recently, I've already made up my mind to have no more kids and get a vasectomy as soon as possible. Though my wife is not 100% sure about the same thing, she asked me to wait at least one year to take the final decision about it. I'm okay with that, but the big issue is she can't take birth control for medical reasons. The only things that are left as far as contraceptive 
contraceptive methods are calendar-based method, which is the least effective. My third one came across as a result of this method <laughs> failing. Withdrawal. Gosh, how bad is this one? It cuts off all the pleasure. Man, you crazy. Condom. After 10 years of marriage, absolutely Yikes. no way. We tried very hard in between the first and second child, but it didn't work well. Since the last birth, I've been speaking with her very frankly about my desire to get a vasectomy, but we always end up struggling in arguments like I'm not absolutely sure about it or if something bad or what if something bad happens with our kids. I don't even know what that's supposed to mean. Like, they're going to put all of them on a plane at the same time without y'all, and the plane going to crash? This sounds yeah, crazy. Like, it's, for now, oh, we're riding... school a school shooting or something. No oh, we, not, we ain't trying to think about none of that yeah, shit. Right, right. For now, we're riding our luck every time we have sex, but it's yeah. becoming very common for me to fake an orgasm after Are she comes, stupid? but it makes me feel so uncomfortable lying to her. What do you think about it? Okay, so first of all, you're gonna have to compromise somewhere. Yeah, I bro. know you like you want a vasectomy, you don't want to have no more kids, but you're not willing to pull out, you're not willing to wear a condom, you're not willing to do none of this shit. So um you're gonna have to make it make sense. I like something's gonna have to give if you are that adamant about not wanting no more kids, at the very least, pull out. Like, <laughs> I understand not wearing the condom shit. I mean, we ain't wore a condom since two... Don't you lie. Don't you lie. <laughs> Just keep going. We ain't wore a condom since like 2011, 2012. So, I understand not going back to that. What? Go keep going. But, what is your wife supposed to do? Like, she can't take the birth control for medical reasons. So, that's not an option. Brother, pull that thing out, bro. Skeet, 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 skeet. Pull it out, bro. What, what's, what's your problem, my man? Hey, listen. If you, if it's that important to you, you gotta figure out a way to make it pleasurable again. Because obviously, right now you ain't doing them wasting your time. And I mean, it's just a year. She said, wait a year. Wait, bro. It's just like, a year. Can you pull out a year? I just have another kid. Fuck it. Have another kid. You <laughs> <laughs> don't You shouldn't even read that. You know what? Have another kid. Why not? Why not? If you don't know what you want to do, and why are you faking an orgasm? Where does she think the cum is going when you like when you get done? You be looking for it. You be searching all in the covers and everywhere else. I like trust and believe it's not in you. It's what so, they need. Like, I'm just worry confused. About like she thinks that you are climaxing and you not. She think that you just laying or, in it and you ain't even getting off. Like that's that's insulting. Don't mm -hmm. even have sex with me. He don't have sex him. with me at all. Well, yeah, she can. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not gonna get into that. He, bro, figure it out. Fuck. <laughs> it's just what would you do? What would you do? He's just gonna pull out, like. Yeah. But honestly, after three kids, I'm just like, just go get the six me, bro. Hey, hey, hey. Like after, after one, three, it's just kind of like. You know what? I thought about something this past weekend, and I'm gonna reverse my change of thought real fast. I'm gonna talk about me for a second. I'm okay with having another kid. Give it up for me, love. I'm okay. So in the midst of having another kid. Uh, like we were we went to Memphis. Um and while we were in Memphis. It's recorded now. I said it out loud. I'm okay with it. While we were in Memphis, we stayed with some friends. Shout out to Emily and Cece. The Carters. They have four children and they are all around Blake's age. Yep. 
Um, so Blake Blake. went and played with them, had a ball, but Emily and Cece went to a wedding, so we watched all five of the kids one night. And I had a ball. Barry had a ball. I had a time my damn life. I didn't necessarily have a ball. Um, but I wasn't feeling well either. Like I had a I had a migraine and I just I wasn't feeling well. Um but it was nice. And but I didn't think nothing of it. I was like after I left there, I was I wasn't like, whew, ready to have a second baby. That no, that was my nice thought. I didn't say that. But then he called Barrett called me because we went we were in Memphis in two separate cars because I drove to Memphis a couple of days before he and Blake did. And he called me after that day and he was like, you know, I I could we can do a second baby. You I should, said it. And then, and then he goes it. on to say, you should let me know when you're ready. And I, I just it. didn't even, I was like, I what the it. hell is going on here? I said it. The Carter sold me, man. When I saw Blake interacting with, with, with all the kids, man, he has a favorite one. I'm not going to say he has a favorite <laughs> of the kids. Um, but it was just a good time, man. I was cool. Listen, I, I used to be scared to hold a baby. But see, these people are family, though. Like, I consider the Carter's family. So when I came around, I was comfortable picking up their little baby and holding him. And me and the little baby had a ball. I was like, wow, I know how to be a bad, cool babysitter. Like, I'm I'm the cool babysitter. I got the pizza. I went he to Target. Got all like the toys. Family man. Like, yeah, I went crazy. <laughs> I went crazy for the fam. <laughs> and I'm sending my boy a birthday gift Wednesday, a Beyblade. You need to order it like today. That's Amazon. Amazon pull up on you yeah, today. You need to order it today. They got drones in the head. I'm about to go order it right now. My boy finna get a Beyblade from his big homie, B Love. So, anyway, hey, y'all heard it here. We're gonna have another kid. Not yet, though. No, I'm not pregnant. I have too much going on. No, no, I will be doing out. this hey, certification. I'm pulling out. I'm not wearing a condom. I'm not going by the calendar. When I shoot, I'm like Steph Curry. But this would not be like the time, like the ideal yeah, no. time, just because of the type of training that I'm doing with Pilates yeah, and the no. the focus on core and pelvic. It's just a lot of work. So I need to get my body like in shape in order for me to be pregnant and continue to do Pilates. But the certification started August 28th. I don't get done until mid-December. And Jeez, there's a possibility cool. that I may not even be done with my um, apprentice and observer hours. She in school, school. Yeah. So I, after I do the class, do after I finish in, <laughs> yeah, after I finish in December, I have three months to complete my apprentice and observer hours. So in a couple of months, I'm going to be hitting people up like, hey, can I? Can I practice on you? <laughs> Matter of fact, we gonna have it, but uh, uh, what we call it? We call, we gave the name already, didn't we? Trap Lotties coming soon. <laughs> Trap Lotties, India. Tell the people they can find your Pilates ass at India Marie on Instagram. And like I said, the tickets are on sale for the second annual. She did Come her on, thing man. vendor expo. Why It's going to be really fun. Um, the VIP tickets include like some really good swag bags, but even the regular ticket, you still get your um, drink from the bar yeah, and yeah. you still get a shopping bag that you can carry around to put your goodies in. So this year, the bar is being done with um, 
Guidance Whiskey. Shout out to so Guidance. So you you know you get your free cocktail on, and man. your shopping bag. So it's still it's it's a good deal either way. And you just get to meet so many beautiful black girls. Check so this out. And I'm giving out. away a ticket right now. Go it, hit me up. One ticket on me. If you you t- got a sponsor too. Two tickets on me. Matter of fact, four. Like, four tickets on me no, right no, no, now. No. You should just say. Have oh. you looked at the tickets? No. Okay, so the um, two, v- tickets. <laughs> two tickets. The VIP ticket is twenty five. Um, and the general admission tickets are, um, what the general admission tickets are 15, two VIP tickets, um, which there's actually a giveaway going on on the page right now. Oh shoot. This will come out afterwards. Sorry. The giveaway ends the day before this comes out, but it, I'm already giving away two tickets on the page. So there it is. You can find me at B Love 1911 on all social platforms. Please be sure to follow She and Our Podcast on Instagram. Leave us a message at She and Our Podcast at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. Let us know how you feel and leave us a five star review on Apple. If you got to re- leave any other review, just don't leave a review. Just keep your stupid ass home. But if you love it, leave a five star review. Show some. Some love from up above. Nah, don't do that, man. <laughs> chill, chill. I don't come to your job fucking your shit up. <laughs> chill. Um, so yeah, hit us up. We love to hear from you, and we gonna continue to do this. Also, I got two podcasts about to launch, man, coming soon. So be ready to look out for that in the real way. And the uh, fellas episode, it'll be back. We doing another one, and she's doing the wife's episode as well. So hey. Catch us outside, man. We love y'all. It's been real. It's been fun. She, 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 I, 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 I. I.